My heart is not proud, O Lord. My eyes are not haughty. I do not concern myself with great matters or things too wonderful for me. But I have stilled and quieted my soul, like a winged child with its mother. Like a winged child is my soul within me. Psalm 131 is one of my favourite psalms. It may well be one of the shortest to read, but it's probably one of the longest or hardest to learn. I've never found it easy accepting that I won't be able to reason stuff out. It's never come easy for me to accept that there are quite simply some things too wonderful, too lofty or too great for me to get my head around. But equally I'm aware of my capacity to use the idea that something is beyond me to avoid having to do it. Sometimes, not always, but sometimes the claim that something's beyond me means little more than it's outside my comfort zone, so I shouldn't really have to do it. Many people approach faith in a not too similar way. And I'm not saying everybody should be studying for a degree or a PhD or whatever in theology, but it can be easy to leave it to all to those who are paid to study this stuff. And not stretch ourselves to try to understand more about God and his love and his plans for us than we have to. Or equally, it's often I encounter someone who says, Oh, well, I'd love to help you, but I don't really have any gifts or talents. And I find myself wondering, you sure about that? How hard have you looked? And this psalm isn't a mandate to think, oh, that's all highfalutin stuff and it's not my concern. One of the main Bible versions I use uh, doesn't do the psalm many favours either. It translates verse 2 as, I have calmed myself and quieted, quietened my ambitions. Which means, or it could be read as, I've decided to plod along and not bother stretching myself. It can suggest someone drifting or waiting or expecting life to happen. And I know people who would read this and think, what kind of life is that? If we all behave like that, how would we get anything done? Besides, I've got a busy full life. What can this Sam possibly say to me? Well, these aren't the words of someone who had the pleasure of just letting life happen to them. David was someone who barely had a quiet moment in life. Life was constantly coming at him and he was constantly tackling it. But these words are a testimony that even in the midst of that, there was peace to be found. And a peace that could anchor him in the storms of life. And it's there because he's reminding us that we too can find a calmness, a stillness, a quietness in the midst of everything. If we truly want it. And it can also be our anchor. One of the things which I often find in worship, is that I'm reminded a lesson of which I constantly need to be reminded. That there is a God and I'm not it. I have limitations. That there are just some things that are beyond me. 
And that's a useful thing to be reminded because so much of the frustration we face in life is because we fail to deliver what was impossible to begin with. We fail to appreciate that some things are just beyond us. Not necessarily because of who we are, but some things were just never ours to control in the first place. However much we want to control or think we should be in control of life, life has a way of shattering our illusions. We are more limited than we realise. We're, however much we plan, so much of life is not within our control. There's a famous prayer that I used to absolutely loathe, but over time I've come to appreciate. You might know it as a serenity prayer. You know, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, carries the change of things I can and wisdom to know the difference. I used to think that was all just too passive for me. It was just accepting things. But actually a lot of frustration in life comes because we fail to distinguish between the things we cannot control and change and the things we can. We lack the wisdom to know the difference. And there is a wisdom in coming to know that we are finite, that we are limited, that life isn't always within our grasp. There is wisdom in realising that there are some things which are just outside our control. But that doesn't mean we throw our hands up in despair or just think, oh well, what'll be, will be. How we react to circumstances, what we do with them, where we let them take us, those are within my power, whether the circumstances are or not. It's one thing to realise that we can't control life and that some things are beyond us. But it's another thing altogether to know that someone else has it under control. The image that the psalmist used is that of a winged child content with its, his or her mother. And having spoken of accepting our limitations, we may discover, be about to discover another one of mine. I'm not a parent. What do I know about weaning children? But when it comes to our relationship with God, so many of us are like feeding or weaning children. As a baby, so much of life is a catastrophe. I'm hungry. Wah! I'm awake. Wah! My nappy's dirty. Wah! And the winning stage can be a little different when you just want them to get to the stage where they've been around the block a few times and they know that not everything has to signal the end of the world because mum's there. Mum knows what to do. She's got it under control. It's okay, I'm safe. She's got her eye on me. She won't make me do something that's going to harm me. Yes, there's going to be times when I'll need to run back and get that cuddle because something happened. But you get there knowing deep inside that it's going to be all right. You're in the right place. And much of the time you can simply be content because you know they're there. For many of us, God's only as good as the last thing he's done for us. When what God wants for us is to know that when we do reach the end of our limitations, when things do seem out of our control, that we've been around the block with God a few times and know that whatever we face, God can hold us through it. That isn't easy. It doesn't happen overnight, just as winning a child doesn't happen overnight. 
There's actually some debate about whether this psalm was written from a generally trusting disposition or one from the resignation that life just cannot be controlled. On the whole, I don't think it really matters that we, how we get there, but that we do. Paul wrote about being content in a whole gamut of experiences he faced, but it was something he had to learn. Sometimes I wonder if because we speak so much about grace, we expect just growing in faith to just happen. But God respects us too much for that. Yes, God will work with us and in us, but he also wants us to work with him. And a good place to begin is with all the good stuff in our lives. I heard an interview a while back with a really famous pastor who spoke about in all his years in ministry, he had sat with countless numbers of people and had had bad things happen to them. And he'd heard them all say, why did that happen to me? What did I do to deserve that? Then he added in all his years of ministry, he had no one had ever come to him where something really good had happened and said, why did that happen to me? What have I done to deserve that? We take grace for granted. We can think, oh, we've earned that. We've deserved that. But grace is just as, as mysterious as trouble. Being aware of the good God brings to us is a good place to start. But like any relationship, it only develops as we spend time with the other party, get to know them, get to trust them. And our relationship with God is the same. And that's why this psalm can't be just about sitting back and waiting for everything to just happen. The people who become like the winged child are those who have been through the mill a bit with God. Who have been through those moments when they wondered, am I going to make it here? When they've discovered that God was up to the task. And most of them still have those moments when they're like a child on God's knee, frustrated and thumping his chest. But it's not just why, why, why. They're doing it from a position of trust. They know they're in the right place. I pray that we might find ourselves able to get there. That we too might become winged children, knowing we're safe in the hands of our Heavenly Father. Grace and peace to you. Have a blessed day.